get comfortable with having to break barriers to succeed. Hey, 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 you guys. Welcome back to the Real Tea Talks with Tai podcast show. This is your host, Tai. Of course, it's T I Y E. I am so sorry and want to start off this episode real quick just by saying I know it's been a while. It seems like it's been probably forever for me, but a little bit of time for you guys in regards to the last episode. So I am back just like you. I am human. I have a lot going on, just like everyone else. But that's no excuse, but I just wanted to let you guys know I am back. I do miss giving you guys gold and talking with you guys and making sure that your head is right, your business is being built, and that your investments are growing. So today I want to jump in to the topic of talking about really how to leverage online websites. You see, what prompted this topic for today is just the overwhelming unprofessionalism that I encountered um, just recently in doing business with a certain group um, that was here locally to my market, but they operated nationally. Now, in their national operation, I honestly just wanted some more data, more information, just wanted a little bit more, nothing fancy. And when I went to Google them, because they are a big name, I expected to see a large online presence. Instead, what I found was something just super dismal. It was not attractive. It was not informative. It was sales heavy and content poor. Like it was terrible. And I thought, huh, you are missing out on so much opportunity, Mr. National Company or Mrs. National Company, because of your very, very poor representation in your online presence. You haven't invested enough time, energy, or resources into really building that out, not to something, like I said, grandier or, you know, super fancy, but just to something, you know, acceptable to a consumer who is looking to do business with you on a national level, even though you're local to their physical market, but just looking for more information. Like that is not too much to ask for. So I know in previous episodes, we've talked about the importance of marketing online, okay? We also have covered like the basics in certain episodes just in regards to getting yourselves marketing, So in this episode, I really want to focus on a few specific syndicated websites that can really be used by you to essentially boost the visibility of selling your property. Okay, because again, if you're looking to sell properties, if you're investing or doing any type of business in any type of industry virtually, then this is huge for you. Okay, so remember the name of the game here is to get the word out, right? Well, the biggest segment of home buyers right now are actually, can you guess what it is? It's millennials, right? Like, These are people who are anywhere between 23 to 38 years old, just like the age bracket that I'm in, for those of you who may be wondering, and who basically since early childhood have had internet access, the luxury of the access to the online world through the digital era. 
So this group of folks, my group of individuals, is all about looking things up online, which also includes the actual home buying process. Crazy, right? People buy homes literally every day from a few clicks of a button, scrolling through text, but largely video content and audios. That is just mind-blowing, right? And even according to a recent uh, National Association of Realtors survey that I seen, nearly three out of five prospective home buyers start this process online, either searching for properties for sale or looking for specific home buying information. What was even more interesting is that it said 99% of these younger buyers, quote unquote, and 93% of the entire home buying population actually uses websites to search for homes and home information. And not to mention on top of that, there are like now mobile sites and apps that are easily downloaded to smartphones. This like is just getting ridiculous, right? So three out of four buyers then use those sites to search for homes and two out of five buyers use online video sites. Again, they can literally do this without having to see, touch, and feel it in person. And that's how many, many, many homes are sold every single day. That's even how we buy homes in other markets, all the way from national to even international markets virtually. That's how this whole concept of virtual investing came to life, through this digital error, through millennial buyers that are push button clicking to buy homes, homes for them to live in, their families, or their sometimes even, hey, their friends, girlfriends, boyfriends, things of that nature, including children. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I am an online-aholic, if that's a word. I'm sure it's not. But you get my point. Like, I buy everything that I possibly possibly need or can short of like terrifying my family okay of having so many visitors in the form of delivery persons coming to our house literally almost every day anything from groceries to furniture to uh educational materials to property and marketing stuff to medicine like I'm not a huge person on medicine but if it's needed it's needed right I am super homeopathic and natural but Again, when it's needed, it's needed. Even for my dad, like anytime anybody needs something, the first stop for me is online. And they're like, really? Do they deliver here? Like it's very rare that I will have to have a need that cannot be fulfilled by ordering it and having it delivered literally on my doorstep within about two days. It's crazy. So that is the huge opportunity that leveraging even online websites will provide you in any business that you're in. Like clearly people are going online to look for properties. In this survey, very clearly picturize that for us, right? So if that's where they're going, then that's where the property listing needs to be if you're selling a property. I don't care if you're wholesaling, rehabbing, if you're buying and hold, and then you uh, your, your exit strategy becomes selling that property either today or in the future someday, you're going to need the online space in order to really bring eyeballs to your listings, right? 
And if you aren't, you're not only missing buyers at the earliest stage of their search, but you're really missing them throughout every stage of the process. Like that could have a massive impact on your ability to buy and sell properties very quickly. We have sold properties as quickly as literally same day, two hours over the internet. So where do you need to be and where do you need to be listing and promoting your properties? Like, let's just start out with real estate sites like Zillow, like your Trulia or even your realtor.com, right? Those are natural go-tos for a lot of people. Zillow in particular is literally the number one most searched real estate site out there. Even if you don't work with a real estate agent, you can list on this site for free. Did you guys know that? Like, that's that's pretty awesome. You can set up a free account, basically, and from their login, you search the address of the property that you'd like to list and then click on the post for sale by owner for free. Like, this is located actually in the more, like, drop-down tab that's a little bit more hidden, so people, it's easy for people to miss it, but you'll probably need to just follow the prompts to officially claim the ownership of the property on Zillow, but it only takes a few minutes or maybe two, okay? Like, one or two minutes to get a property up and syndicate it out to millions of people whose eyeballs are on Zillow with the intention to actually buy properties in the meantime means and capacity to do so. Like that is the power of this single first website, which is already widely known, but very underused, which is Zillow for free. And from there, you can really quickly and easily round out your listing by adding things like the price, the photos and videos, and like the home description details. You can um, definitely want to add uh, things like the number of bedrooms, the bathrooms, the size of the garage, and all the other good stuff that people basically would want to know about. And then once you're done, you just click on the word post that you'll see, and that's it. And now it can take up to maybe 72 hours for new listings to appear, but Zillow runs everything through their verification team. And if everything looks good, then you're literally up and running with no red tape. Now... The other site I mentioned was Realtor.com and Trulia, and they follow a very similar posting process. And beyond that, you just really need to read your audience at your next open house, right? Like if you go to open houses like I did, I literally took myself and my children every single weekend, Saturdays and Sundays, we were faithfully at at least anywhere from five to 10 open houses in our neighborhood every weekend. And if you are doing the same thing, even after all of this social distancing is out, because a lot of counties and states are starting to lift those orders, um, then you really want to start to go to those. Remember to at least start out by going with your mask, even your gloves perhaps, and staying six feet away from people. Like as long as you're obeying those general guidelines right now, it should be pretty safe. And if you do decide to go, then you really want to start to ask people what sites they're using to actually search for properties. That's something that people do not do. They don't go there. They don't ask these type of questions for fear it might make them look weird or feel awkward or whatever the case may be. But if you have an agent or even a broker, you might want to just start there and ask them if there are any other popular free sites that are out there that they are using that you probably don't know about yet or that you're just not using, right? Okay, so 
of those three, there, I mean, I can go on for days, but let's just see. I would narrow it down to next talking about Craigslist. That is like our our first stop for many, many things because Craigslist has millions and millions of real estate listings, which is actually a good and a bad thing. It's good because on one hand, buyers come to Craigslist looking for the quote unquote for sale properties. But on the other hand, it can be considered bad because you're constantly fighting for those buyers' attention, their eyeballs, their clicks, and even ultimately their calls, right? So I still consider Craigslist, though, um, a necessity, but you'll really need to be strategic about how you actually approach the Craigslist marketing plan, right? And you really want to plan to list and relist your property fairly frequently just to stay at the top because that's how you'll get the biggest kind of like bang for your bucks. I would personally post three, like um, three times per day, especially in the beginning. All you want to have to do is really swap out the headline to make it fresh every time you repost. And this will also help to ensure that like your listings are um, always going to be popping to the top of the search uh, uh, the searches when, when people search for those terms, regardless of what time of day it is or what time zone they may be in, right? Because listings can be incredibly simple, just as simple as a headline that's pretty dynamic. It will get people to click on your listing and that's super important, but you don't want to give away too much in the listing, right? You just want to really provide a photo or some basic property details and ideally one or two things that make it memorable, make it something that people will remember and want to come back to or even want to reach out further to talk to you about. For example, maybe there's a deck or a new kitchen. Maybe it's on a cul-de-sac or in a popular neighborhood. You just want to really pick one or two special features and mention those, but never ever give the full address. Make people reach out via phone, via text, or even email if they want to know more information, okay? And then you're like, okay, well, when they reach out, what am I going to do? Well, you're going, when they contact you, now you have their information first and foremost and what you're looking for in their search. And that, right, is super powerful for the future outreach that you should be doing should this listing just not maybe be right for them after more due diligence that they do and more information that you provide, okay? All right, so now let's move on to like one of these topics that used to literally just like, I don't even know what it's called, maybe immobilize me. And that is this whole world of social media, Anytime someone said something about social media or getting on there or sending me something on the social media side, I used to literally freeze in my tracks like, uh, that is danger zone to me. Like, I don't want to go on there. Is too much going on on there. I didn't understand the space. When I got started in real estate 10, over 10 years ago now, um, social media just wasn't a thing. It, it existed. Even MySpace was out. I probably had a MySpace. I probably did have a Facebook, but that's about it. I didn't get into any of the Twitters and the Instagram and now there's TikTok and Snapchat and especially the LinkedIn space like all of these newer social media platforms are now available that used to not be or if they were they just weren't the go-to 
But now social media really lends a lot of credibility to your business. And it's super easy. It can be fun and it's free. And it really offers tons of extremely low cost but highly targeted marketing opportunities right? Like you can create both a personal page and a business page on your preferred social media channels. You just want to make sure that you're posting all of your new listings to both pages because, hey, you never know where your next buyer will actually come from. In many cases, it's a friend, acquaintance, or someone in their circle, right? And they'll see a listing and then they share it and suddenly you've got a new potential buyer, So get your profile up. If you haven't been using it, update it. Start posting pictures and videos of your latest listings and really start engaging or re-engaging with friends, with family and other contacts because that is where the future of marketing is going. And currently in this present kind of marketing environment, it's heavily saturated on social media in a good way. And social media sites provide great platforms for showcasing properties and really getting people to talk about them. Okay, so beyond what we've talked about so far, right? We've talked about Zillow. We've talked about Realtor.com and Trulia. We've talked about um, this whole kind of landscape introduction to social media world, right? We've talked about the Craigslist, right? So you're probably thinking... Tai, what's next? What are you going to think about to tell us next? Like I already have a huge to-do list if you're taking notes right now, okay? If you're not, it's okay, no judgment, but this is some good information even just as a refresher. Now, in addition to all of those things, you eventually do want to have your own YouTube channel in Vimeo. Okay, because YouTube and Vimeo are two very common and popular video sharing platforms and both really offer opportunities to post your latest listings again for free. You don't need to be an expert filmmaker to even create video content for these platforms either. If you have a smartphone, which 99% of you listening to this episode on podcasts right now, I'm sure do, you can literally shoot a basic video that walks viewers through your new listing. Even if you're camera shy, uh, which I used to tend to be a lot, right? You don't have to show your face. Like people are not always looking for the face uh, behind the voice. They are literally looking at the content at the showcase. So show it, right? Show the property instead of your face, right? Just you want to be in that video platform world. Another great feature of it is that they can also both be used to generate leads and capture contacts information from potential buyers who are actually on there viewing your videos, right? So that's an incredible opportunity, especially because the biggest market of buyers right now are millennial buyers. They are heavily, heavily engrossed in video content. And I'm talking about it like it's a third person or third type of party. No, it's me too. I am guilty of it to a T. Like I will definitely sit and consume hours of video, but more so not entertainment, but 100% usually, enter, uh, like, sorry, educational, right? I'm not sitting there 
there on Netflix. I'm not sitting there on YouTube looking at comedy all day. I'm not going to lie. I do watch it, even if it's about an hour of my day to just kind of decompress. It's a part of it. And that decompression does come in the form of YouTube comedy. Like, I love it sometimes, okay? I am not going to lie. But the main things I'm consuming is content, and that's education-rich content, okay? So the last topic that I do want to cover real quick with you guys is also about the multiple listing service, which is called the MLS uh, for short, right? We've saved the MLS for last um, in a lot of the initial marketing strategies that we use just because we didn't have access. We didn't have access to my team and I, meaning we, we, including my husband, didn't have access initially because none of us were licensed agents. So we let that be a barrier to our entry into the whole MLS world, which you do have to be a licensed agent to be able to have access to, or you have to partner with an agent in some way, form, or capacity in order to gain access as an authorized user. So um, like, if you are rehabbing the properties that you are starting to find and close on, you won't actually post your listings on the MLS until it's actually done, right? So that's why I wanted to talk about the MLS, but I really saved it for the last thing to touch on because it, unlike the other things that I talked to you guys about in the other sites, you're actually posting listings prematurely of being done with the project. And that's to do two things, usually show the progression of the project and also to pre-sell the final product once it's actually done. With the MLS, that space is really a retail space, a different type of environment where buyers are expecting turnkey properties or to view the property as is in the condition that you're actually intending to sell it in right? So the MLS is a very powerful online tool, but at the same time, you will need to be strategic, just like you will need to be on Craigslist, we talked about, on how and when you actually list your property for sale on it. Because the MLS is really the single best way you're going to get views on your property listing. But as you know, you need to be a licensed real estate agent now or a broker to actually list on the MLS. If you're not an agent or a broker, like myself included, you do have a couple of choices, right? It's not the end of the uh, road for you. The first choice you have is you can enlist the help of an agent or broker to really list the property and really work with you on everything that comes next, right? So again, back to that partnership principle. And this would include listings, showings, negotiations, and even closing out your deals, getting some help from a licensed agent for access and convenience of being able to partner with them to get your deals closed. Now, that's not a huge one that I advocate for, but it is huge on my list. If you're unlicensed and need access to the MLS, we did that out the gate many times and now have grown that network to over hundreds of agents that we can at the, you know, pickup of a phone, be able to in any market get access almost instantly to their MLS. And to me, that's one of the best ways to go, right? Because the less time you spend marketing and negotiating your properties, the more time you'll actually have to spend on finding and fixing and then flipping them if that's what you want to do. 
ultimately selling more properties, the more revenue you'll be able to to pretty much drive in through that process, right? So you want to focus on the money-making activities and not so much on the technician things, the things that are day-to-day kind of operational things or transactional things. And as a real estate investor, your time is extremely valuable. If there's something you know, you can successfully hand off to someone else, then you should absolutely do it, hands down. You want to always be focused on how can you maximize the time you spend doing tasks only that you can do to grow your business, grow your portfolio, networking, building your bottom line. Those are the tasks that you should absolutely be focused on on a daily basis and anything that falls short of that should be outsourced to someone else to do, okay? Now, alternatively, you may also find a real estate agent or broker who's willing to... basically put a post um excuse me sorry about that you guys I had to pause it for just a second because I couldn't stop sneezing uncontrollably so I apologize about that but basically what I was saying is so again like I just want to make this point because it is very important because I always hear so many people bummed out or feeling some type of way about not being licensed and wanting to get their license with the only intention of just getting access to the MLS, right? But I'm just like, why go through all of that to get your license just solely for access to the MLS? Like I literally don't have my license even to this day after so many years by preference, by choice actually. And I have always had access to the MLS even like six months just into my real estate journey. So it's not something that should hold you back from getting access because again, you can find a real estate agent or a broker who's willing to even post an MLS listing for you without officially coming on board for the sale, meaning that you're not gonna owe them a commission for finding a buyer that was generated off of the MLS listing that they help you to post, right? But in these cases, they're usually willing um Usually, again, I say that in emphasis, they're usually willing, um, some of them at least, to give and take a little here and there just to build the relationship, help you build your business, help to increase their online visibility by kind of collaboratively marketing the property uh, since they're listing it for you. That builds up kind of their brand and their portfolio of listings at least. So it does have some more of those like intangible benefits for the agents listing the property for you as well. Uh, For example, also, you perhaps, um, you know, you'll use that agent to even purchase your next few investment properties, right? As a result of them listing your properties. That's something you can kind of negotiate, right? To get them to do it. Or maybe you'll send prospective buyers to her or him if those buyers don't already have an agent, meaning referral marketing, That's another way you can add value to their business and in turn get them to list your properties. In some cases, even an agent or even an agency may accept a flat fee to actually list the property as well. 
We did all of these a lot in the beginning. Again, we played the flat fees. We did referral marketing, right? We did symbiotic business exchanges of clients. In some cases, even an agent or um, you know, a broker may be willing to even refer you clients to help you really get a leg up. Just so in turn, their hope is that they have added enough value to you at that point beyond just listing your li- your properties on the MLS for you, um, you know, that you'll use them and refer them again in the future, if not for your own business and property needs, but then maybe for your clients or someone else, Right. Like either way, you absolutely do need the MLS. If you're trying to cut corners and save a few bucks by not going with an agent or, you know, getting your listings on the MLS and and really not, you know, wanting to pay for that or go that route or partner with them for that, you know, that's just not a good idea in my own personal experience and also in our collective uh, kind of encounters, it's really not that difficult to get an agent to do so, right? Use the MLS. Everyone does and you need to be where everyone is searching already for available properties. You don't want to always look to recreate the will. You don't want to always look to create the next best app or the next best thing. You don't want to always be swimming in your own new ocean. You want to really find that blue ocean where it's not heavily saturated um, to the point where you can't stand out or it costs you a bunch of ad spend dollars to be able to stand out. But you want to also not be somewhere where um, it's super quiet and no one is there. No eyeballs are there to be able to see what it is that you have for sale. That's not how you get deals done or sold, right? So you really have to be on the MLS because in addition to that, a little kind of hidden tip and golden nugget I'm going to drop on you guys right now. If you've been listening for this long, you deserve it, right? And that's that 4% of all properties that are selling at least in the United States every single year are sold anywhere from 30 to 60% under fair market value. That is insane. That means that just last year, that rep, that that four percent represented at least two hundred and forty thousand properties in the United States of America that sold off market to investor buyers just like you, just like me, for thirty to sixty cents on the dollar, thirty to sixty percent off of the fair market value. Like if you can't even fathom that type of opportunity, then maybe you want to reconsider real estate, right? Because you have to believe that this is true because it's happening and it's happening in real time. It's happening now. It's happening even more so now in all honesty, because sellers are looking to buy either forced to to sell, excuse me, or looking to sell because of the current state of the economy and that being very ambiguous of what direction we're actually going. So out of fear, people flight, right? That's just kind of the nature of the sales cycle in real estate based on what they perceive to be a volatile real estate market when things such as this COVID-19 are happening, right? So I just said all that to say that the MLS 
even if you're not licensed, even if you hate networking and building relationships with agents, everyone does. And you really need to be, again, where everyone is searching for those type of available properties. So I know we've talked so much now about all of these kind of leveraging techniques of online websites, how to find free information, leveraging free websites, how to build relationships to get access to huge, huge, huge platforms online where buyers are buying and sourcing their properties from. So I really want to just recap real quick. Okay. Again, I mentioned early on that there are a few online websites that are really essential to successfully promoting your listings, your wholesale deals, even your rehab deals, and even your buy and hold deals, right? Once you're looking to sell. Okay. For starters, make sure that you're listing on Zillow, number one, Trulia, number two, and three would be realtor.com. These are really the most popular sites. And again, All three of these top three sites are free, right? So you don't have any excuse. Whether you have an account or not, that's no excuse to not be on these sites. You also, also, also want to make sure, excuse me, that you're listing on Craigslist. It's well known and it has many users, millions of users that have access to it. That alone lets you know that's somewhere you want to be right? Video is also essential. I mentioned shoot a quick 30 second to one minute video and post it on free sites like YouTube or Vimeo. And that's V like Victor, I am like Mary EO Vimeo. One that maybe people haven't heard about, but again, it's free. It's there. It's accessible. Um, it's, it's yours to use and leverage as well. Okay, so these are sites specifically geared to showcasing videos. And once the video is posted, you can then uh, send out emails that include a link to the video. Now, here's a quick fun fact for you. 89% of people check their emails daily. And emails remain the preferred method of communication for most people right? That's important to know because you're like, ah, email marketing might be dead. I've heard this. I've heard that. No, stop it. 89% of people are still checking their emails every single day. That means you can be in their inbox just like you're in their DMs. So that is literally not going to fly as an excuse of why you're not email marketing. Okay. And then finally, there's the MLS. It's important to get access to your local MLS. That's super important. You want to arrange for a licensed agent or broker to work with you on posting your property on the MLS. Because again, the MLS is just that important. You do not ignore it or try to cut corners by not listing on the MLS. If you do not, um, you know, you basically will miss out on a lot of exposure to selling your property fast in shorter time, um, you know, to more quality buyers even. Now, I do want to leave you guys with some action items. I don't want you guys to have all of this information that I know can change the trajectory of your business, especially during uncertain times like we're in right now. You have to always be leveraging tools, especially if they're free and the information you get is ridiculous, right? If you get nothing else out of this, I want you guys to do four core things things. And that's what I'm going to leave you with. And that's what I'm going to give you now. Okay. So if you haven't grabbed a pen and paper, if you haven't opened up your online note-taking app, I want you to press pause right now and do it. Okay. Did you do it? 
I hope so. Leave me a comment. Leave me a message in this video. Find the link on this page, wherever you're listening to it, Anchor, Spotify. Find the link. Leave me a message. Let me know if you did it because here we go. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to put together a template for digital ads that include headlines, descriptions, and photos of your property. Okay, the second thing I want you to do is I want you to go to Zillow, Trulia, or Realtor.com and set up your free accounts. Okay, if you're not going to go to all three, just choose one. Let's keep this super simple, sweetie. Okay, number three is that I want you to create a plan for filming the property at various stages during the rehab process. If you don't currently have a property to list, then I want you to walk through your own house or a friend's house and create a practice video. You want to point out the features. You want to give viewers an inside look at the property and really practice keeping content tight and compelling, meaning interesting, right? Your video should be really no longer than one minute. And step number four, I want you guys to create a free account with YouTube or Vimeo, okay? So I want you guys to do these four things, even if you don't have a property that you're wholesaling right now, that you've renovated and ready to retail, or that you're holding on to and just looking to liquidate from your portfolio. If none of those situations or scenarios right now are um, applicable for you, then again, use your own property, your own home that you live in, even if you don't own it, right? Who cares? Nobody wants to know if you own or rent right now. It doesn't even matter for the sake of this exercise, excuse me, for the sake of learning and doing something to be doing nothing right now. You guys want to use the property you physically live in. Okay, or even a friend's house to be able to complete this exercise and action items so that you are on your way to really being able to get good enough and consistent enough to do this on autopilot when you do get a property that you're ready to sell. Okay, so I want you guys now to get out there and really start on marketing on your websites. If you don't have a a website of your own, I want you to get one. If you need one, I want you to reach out to me. Let me know, hey, Ty, I need a website. Like I listened to your episode. I want to crush it this year. I want to do big things. I want to be seen. I want to be omnipresent, meaning everywhere at the same time, even though you're only one single body. I need you to reach out to me and say, just virtually raise your hand, send me an emoji. I don't care how you do it. Just do it and say, I need a website, right? There's so many free sites and templates and people that want to do it themselves. In addition to all of this, if I had to choose a fifth thing, I would say create your website or even refresh it because it may be time for a little facelift. Okay, loves, I hope you guys got tons of value, if not just at least one takeaway thing. 
that you are also going to be actionable about. You're going to implement it, okay? I'm going to jump off so that I can go do some more studying and research and just go crazy like I like to do on marketing, new techniques, new things that are working, tracking, monitoring all of the metrics and statistics and analytics from the marketing campaigns that we are putting out every day from online to offline strategies. I want you guys to do the same. I wish you all the best. Stay happy, healthy, and well. Make sure to take care of your minds by working on your mindset daily still. I want you guys to recondition your bodies because I know you've been cooped up probably in your home. Um, if, you're, if you've been like me, I actually have good news that I did not mention. I got out today for the first time in like literally four months. So I want you guys to keep your minds active, your bodies active, your businesses active. So do that by starting with these four active things that you can do to help gain visibility to sell your properties faster. Until next time, you guys, I am sending you much peace many blessings, and I'll be back to talk to you on the next episode.